Welcome back to Black Cocoa Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are here to discuss a new show. We are adding to our roster, Stay Close, which is on Netflix. It's an eight-part mini-series. Since this is the first time we are jumping into a new series, let's take a peek behind the curtains. I just want to ask Piers, maybe grab a pencil, take some notes. I'm about to drop now. As stated, this miniseries is based on a 2012 Harlan Coben novel of the same name, produced by Red Production Company for Netflix. It debuted December 31st of 2021, and it has been on my in my Netflix queue since then. I have watched quite a few Harlan Coben series and for better and worse i keep coming back so they continue on with this mystery and i do like a good mystery even if it is a little bit sloppy if you can land it i can forgive a lot time will tell if they stick the dismount the series is directed by daniel o'hara starring kush jumbo as megan pierce shaw slash cassie james nesbitt as ds michael broom richard armitage who has done quite a few series i believe under harleen colbin they must be like super close friends because he did the stranger as well he plays ray levine sarah Parrish as lorraine griggs eddie izzard as harry sutton Joe Joyner as DC Aaron Cartwright, Yosef Kokur as Fester, Daniel Francis as Dave Shaw, Dylan Francis as Jordan Shaw, Tallulah Byrne as Laura Shaw, Andy Osho as Simona, Bethany Antonia as Kaylee Shaw, Rachel Andrews as B poppy gilbert as barbie hioe o'grady as ken jack shallow as dcs brian philip gascony as chief inspector gary blakefield and lastly belinda stewart wilson as sarah green i'm kind of proud of myself for getting through that because it was quite a mouthful oh it turns out that in 2018 the writer Harlan Coben signed a five-year deal with Netflix. Under the deal, Coben would have 14 of his novels adapted as Netflix series, with him serving as producer on all of them. Stay Close follows the other Coben Netflix series, Safe, which I don't think I have watched, The Stranger, which I did, The Woods, which i have not the innocent i believe i have and gone for good so it looks like there's some other series i may need to check out there's a bald reference in this episode and i laugh so hard because the author himself is bald so yeah he's in his let me see 18 19 22 20 he's still got one more year on that deal that's a pretty nifty deal if you're gonna sign a creator 
but i can't say that it's not a worthwhile uh adventure because i do feel these are watchable television series they don't annoy me even with same some of the same issues or tropes that i saw in oh i can't even remember the one i watched on apple tv surface but it's more expected i don't know i don't it's better acted it's everyone's acting as if they're committed to the roles <laughs> just dragging the shit out of surface composers are david buckley and luke richards i did state it's eight episodes correct executive producers danny brocklehurst nicola schindler and richard fee with of course harlan and produced by juliet charlesworth rotten tomatoes reported a 92 percent approval rating with an average of 6.2 out of 10 based on 13 critics metacritic which used a weighted average assigned a score of 51 out of 100 based on seven critics indicating mixed or average reviews so that gives me a little bit more i i, I like this first episode i didn't think it was like too bad or like super great but it set the foundation as one would expect when you're going into a familiar novel with a familiar play it's kind of like the guy that does uh oh shit that does all of that great stuff that kenneth Branagh is always doing <laughs> but how they use the same 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 uh formula but they mix it up just a little bit i think we've given credit where credit it's due let's get into the episode let's go episode one was written by daniel o'hara no danny brockhurst directed by daniel o'hara and i gave it an 8.8 .8 out of 10 it was good to see who this woman named megan pierce is versus the end which gave us a glimpse of who she was as cassie morris she is the mother of three children she is uh, soon to be married to her baby daddy of 16 years could it possibly be that she didn't want to marry someone else because she had already promised the active marriage to this other guy which i'm guessing is ray well actually i don't need to guess we saw at the end that it is <laughs> and what his relevance is to this particular story as the fate of time has brought storylines full circle or someone else is in fact bringing these events full circle and the anniversary of 17 years ago where certain events took place in which a steward green went missing as well as cassie doing a disappearing act we meet mr carlton i didn't catch his first name he's out he's trying to have a good time he's trying to party and someone decides to spike his drink because we see a fingernail it's a woman her finger goes into the drink it comes out a different color so poison he gets all types of fuck more fucked up than he was planning on to 
and he runs out i don't know why well i guess you're fucked up so you're not thinking rationally but i still would think if i know something's wrong and if i'm that's kicking in and i didn't ask to be this type of way i'm not gonna chase someone in the fucking woods fuck this shit i'm out Mm-mm. fuck this shit i'm out no thanks don't mind me i'ma just grab my stuff and leave excuse me please fuck this shit i'm out nope fuck this shit i'm out all right then i don't know what the fuck just happened but i don't really care i'ma get the fuck up out of here fuck this shit i'm out apparently these woods have seen a lot of things because not only has cassie memories here but apparently carlton's last memories are here as he is stopped in front of a very familiar looking place that we're going to get even more familiar with as the episode goes on we don't know what the connection is until it is mentioned during a briefing we'll talk about the brooms in a minute let's stick with cassie for the most part she goes to her hen party well first when she goes home and if you tell i don't know what it is with british television series or like other shows i can't even say it's just british tv where they say hey go do something i'm just gonna ghost past you like i did not even hear you say anything or know that you were needing my attention i'll put a whooping on their ass so fast boy i don't know what this reality is and the kid coming in with one thing now that reminds me of my cousins or my nephews cousins my little nephews you'll ask to go get them something they'll just grab one thing like what the fuck you've seen all them bags at least my daughter know that she about to put four or five in her hand and she gonna be happy about it because she be like less trips i know i'm coming back out here until it's done y'all need to learn what discipline is <laughs> letting y'all kids just run all over you <laughs> her husband is outside trying to break her record i suppose and she goes to her hen party and this is the worst like we're not, we're not we're too classy to have a stripper so we're gonna we're gonna at our hen party just sculpt or paint a very attractive looking man what kind of bullshit is this cassie because that's probably her real name broke for about five seconds because she saw her look when she said stripper like bougie ass bitch but i personally would never hang out with these people because they all look like they suck and they're fake as hell (laughs) but this is not it's not that painting wouldn't be fun it's just or wine but for my hen party get the fuck out of here get the seriously get the fuck let's get the fuck out of here she then comes home in a taxi they couldn't even drop her off so responsible (laughs) and when she gets home there's a bottle of wine and a letter and it says cassie and she immediately goes into freak out mode (laughs) i'm in danger she wasn't even that drunk she was functioning just fine she was able to open the laptop log in (laughs) and view nothing that is helpful to her because i'm sure the person who left it of course they know there's a fucking camera there and they're going to obscure their face her husband's like what are you doing up huh i'm drunk okay come to bed are you gonna watch porn were you watching porn like dude you was upstairs watching porn and you thought she was gonna come back drunk and sloppy and you was gonna take advantage of that because he was all hard and ready <laughs> but he's like i gotta go pee 
<laughs> thank you for announcing that i like the shots and i say this very of course sarcastically of panning on the the person's face to be like look they're thinking deeply about the thing in which we already know they're thinking deeply about emotional damage now let's swing over to ds broom who is not very impressed with his new sergeant they do this in british television all the time where they seem to take great delight in poking at the youth in their weird ways and oh my god i can't believe you're writing you're writing things on the drawboard it is a little redundant i can't lie but <laughs> stop acting as if that is just a product of youth what the fuck so they have a missing kid and he wants them to him and his partner to go over to the parents house and assure them that they're looking into it because they're well connected and they want to to basically put forth a good effort and that's exactly what happens when you're one percent above the rest of the population so they get a visit from ds broom and what was her name i i love the joke that was happening aaron so aaron's like stop giving him a hard time they introduce themselves the father is like i know something's wrong something has happened i can feel it in my piss that's what she said was this supposed to be a pop shot at people or women who are like i can feel it in my womb i can feel it in my soul or you can feel it because it's it's not only women that usually it's typically women that's portrayed saying that uh but it's usually in my gut <laughs> uh, not in my uterus and certainly not in my piss and the mom goes to get a photo that's recent he's like tell him it's usually the woman that's always super worried so i guess they they did try to play with the gender norms once again which i appreciate uh and he's like you know he's not been on social media he's got that thing glued to him i know something is wrong do you have kids and aaron's like yeah one three-year-old and he's like my wife didn't want him and then when they go outside she's like i did want kids just not with you and that's when we realize their ex-husband and wife <laughs> that's awful that's awful always feel with british mysteries they always have that grizzled detective that's just so jaded so over it but so damn good at his job and he's the one that knows <laughs> it makes this very random 17 year le leap in logic because a murder happened on the same day in somewhere of a hundred mile vicinity <laughs> of the murder now he just happens to be right but the far-fetching logic here is pushing it as he's like i think they're connected i think they're connected it could be you know that he went missing yesterday he's deep into it he talks he asks the one chick he's like oh hey person and i love how she called him about oh i've been here for six fucking months go talk about am i new i see it turns out he had sex in an affair with the widow of franklin holy shit <laughs> he 
said after you broke my heart, I was in a broken place. Oh, okay. So you fixed that broken heart with your dick. Me so horny. You keep lying. Me love you, you long time. That's taking it to a whole nother level, man. That shit don't actually happen. I mean, I think a lot more fuck their attorneys than I do than than officers or detectives on their case. Maybe they do that in in Europe, but certainly not as prolific over here in the U.S. of A. <laughs> Sleep probably because there's no swarmy, you know. Oh, you're not really my type, but someone three times younger than you is gonna totally be jumping all over you like you are. They got that going on. Actually, there is a lot of women that are children that are trying to have sex with men that look like their fathers. It's it's a weird time we live in right now. Moving on. Uh yeah, so he gets that little bit of thin information and goes running with it as he talks to the widow later on but she has something that at least is far more concrete even if it really doesn't mean anything because it could be yeah oh you're selling this house i never came and paid my respects yada yada to explain that whole thing away back with cassie she goes to her child's tennis match and i can't imagine anything worse than a tennis match watching it and she sees lorraine catches her attention tells her husband move i need to go to the restroom and he didn't be like oh why was you so snappy earlier he is such a limp noodle <laughs> well there's clearly something wrong with her as she's laying in bed she's like oh no it's not about the wedding okay that's all i really wanted to hear because she's like come here and he dropped the whole entire subject <laughs> so he didn't care that she just ran out even if you gotta take a shit like oh you all right like what and so lorraine says cassie she's like not here did you need to be that dramatic just go off to the side (laughs) so she meets her in a restaurant and lorraine's like i see you got a nice fancy life she's like what the fuck do you want i just you know i missed you (laughs) i missed you too i really do like everything meant so much to me and they're like but right now i'm not feeling that anymore what do you want so because because clearly i'm trying to keep minds and i have done a lot to get this nice ass outfit and these nice ass accessories that i have in my home and so she says look i heard that Stuart green is back she's like it's not possible he's dead but it didn't seem to take a lot to convince you otherwise and that sends her off in a tangent did lorraine really just want to say hey or is it because she's behind something because she happens to work at vipers which i'm guessing is where cassie used to work at because they talk about the girls and you know what i wasn't paying too much attention if there were strippers there but i think there was oh yeah he did have that look on his face like he never saw titties in real life ever they did mention he was a college kid what does he do to tie into all this i do not know thus far cassie sees that there's a home for sale of where where Stuart used to live she goes snooping around runs into his widow 
she has to pretend like she's interested in the house instead instead of just making a comment like well i guess she wants information so she decides to go in and she really wants to see if he's there because he's listed why would you list your deceased husband on the rear t- <laughs> what why that don't make no sense but he goes there or she goes there they have a conversation she's like oh he's uh is that your significant other she's like no he's been missing and clearly they have a different relationship with this man because we see that he used to smack her in the back in back in the day when she wore a terrible looking wig and she says 17 years is a long time to wait for someone why don't you just tell him to fuck off and then (laughs) she'd say all those words but she should have with her face then she decides to leave there was a moment where she woke up in the middle of the night and just decided to go outside and look around don't you think that that's a little dangerous you need to bring a weapon with you after uh, the incident with the the widow she decides to go and see someone named harry who apparently used to be a lawyer that helped people out pro bono like strippers oh my god because you used to be a stripper thank you show for rubbing it all the way in my face and so she doesn't feel too keen on how she's being crowded in her personal space when she goes and finds his law firm or the address where his law firm should be he ain't practicing no law why is that even in the window so she goes in and he's all fucked up she's like it's cassie is he still alive why are you asking this stoned out man if someone is still alive soon as she gets downstairs they decide to rob her two men and she's like you can't take my shit and they're like how are you gonna stop us and then they attack her and they let her go and then she's like i come from the streets and you about to find the fuck out wake your ass up because it's time to go beast mode so she kicked that she kicked that ass she took her necklace and her ring back and then went back home and tried on her wedding dress (laughs) and for some reason that's not very comprehensible to me she has that raggedy ass blonde wig in her closet like she really be going out was that really her at the viper we saw someone with a blonde wig but i don't think it was her we saw someone else at the viper that night that was with the likely deceased and that is her daughter who had so much audacity coming in at whatever time it was talking about it ain't that late Woo, you know he did she said i'm gonna put a tracker on your phone and she said no you ain't they gonna tell her you're a lot like me even though i don't talk about my personal life or explain myself whatsoever <laughs> and only that you're my firstborn and you're my light you're my world okay mom okay not winning too many parent award points in my book you can love your kids all you want but if you don't discipline them then don't expect them to not get into the trouble that clearly little miss thing is getting in because she be all out in them streets and places she ain't even supposed to be at and that's that's what happens um let's go to ray 
he works with a bouncer to get photos of celebrities i'm guessing acting out and then he sells it to the tabloids for a whole bunch of money when he gets back to his car he's he's jacked for his camera uh it's no big deal though because he always backs up his photos his friend sends him another camera and it seems as if they work together in this type of scheme and because he was like i'm gonna sue him (laughs) to get money and he provides him with the cameras if anything should ever happen to them and i think because of that when he looked at his film because he backs everything up he sees pictures from the crime scene however many days ago and it shows the missing kid and there's that connection so why in the fuck would you go to the crime scene or go where the kid was and start taking photos like you're a csi especially when you notice something like blood Ooh, this is this is deep this is too fucking deep for me i'm out i don't need i don't need nothing to do with this but something tells me someone gonna tell him that hey your girl's about to get married (laughs) and you owe her some damn closure or she owes you some damn closure she did seem to be worried though because she's like you broke his heart and she's like um how is he i don't know i ain't seen him in years bitch they barely even talked to me (laughs) did i cover everything in this episode i think that i did uh broom did go talk to the widow she did bring up her but uh there's something else that's that was brought up as oh shit i feel like i missed something i might have how much you want to bet that the daughter puts a find me app on her mother's phone (laughs) or vice versa and that becomes a huge part of the plot what i don't understand is how in the hell do you not have it on already y'all giving too much too much trust to these young children too much that's gonna do it for us this week if you want to send feedback on our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease with black girl magic